What's up, peeps? We're back. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benson. Thank you so much for joining us for our podcast edition of the AEW Insider. Remember to check us out on all major podcasting platforms, Facebook and YouTube under AEW Insider, and on Twitter under AEW Insider 1 as a number one. Let's get to the show. AEW. Well, in a very weird move, the Young Bucks, yes, both Nick and Matt, deleted their Twitter accounts. Maybe it's due to their recent losses. I don't know. They can reactivate them anytime, which they will do in time, because social media helped them sell a lot of merchandise, make it huge on the indies, and even help create AEW. If you ask me, it has to be a storyline move, peeps. On Dynamite this week... The awesome faction, the Dark Order, came out with a big attack and they closed the show. Well, a video went viral of a Dark Order member attacking Dustin Rhodes. The guy legit is missing him by a mile. He's sitting there supposedly punching Dustin in the head, but all he's doing is punching a mat next to him. It's so obvious and insane, it's fucked up. The internet is going crazy. Superstars seen it themselves. Like Mark Henry, he said, whoever that was, you need to fire that man ASAP. Trish Stratus just did an emoji with a female covering her face like she was embarrassed. Randy Orton seen it and said the punches were the complete equivalent of drizzled dog shit. Excuse me. And Dustin Rhodes seen it, the guy who was getting hit. And this is what he had to say. It's almost 2020, and I am embarrassed at what I just saw in the great business that I still protect to this day. Please, learn how to punch, or better yet, come to my class that I hold weekly, and I will teach you. The guy who did it did take full responsibility. His name is Eric Cannon, and he is an independent wrestler. This is what he had to say. He says, you guys, it was me. Dustin Rhodes is a legend and one of my all-time favorites. He was already bleeding from the head, and I was just trying to take care of him. If you didn't see the video, check it out on our Twitter. I must have posted at least seven times since it happened. It's fucked up. The bad boy Joey Janela did an interview with Fightful.com. They asked him if there will be more vignettes showcasing his gimmick. Janela said, it's definitely going to happen. We have Nick Mondo doing a lot of vignette work, and plus we got Datamo back. Uh, what you call it? Our vignettes actually inspired Mondo to come back into the business and actually film stuff. So it's full circle now that I get to work with Nick Mondo, who I also emulated, me, emulated, listen to me, I was going to say emulated, who I also emulated when I got thrown off the building. It's a weird matrix that I'm actually living in. They asked him about the change from the indies to TV. Janela said it's weird coming in and never doing TV before. And a lot of these guys are really pushing for me. Tony Khan has been fucking awesome. He's the best boss ever and he really cares about the guys. We cannot do whatever we want, but we have a lot more creative control. If any of us signed anywhere else, we would not have the creative control that we have here. And they asked him about his upcoming event he does every year called Spring Break. 
He said the collective this year is going to be so crazy. We have bands. We have an S&M party. If you got weird fetishes, you can come to that at midnight. We're doing a lot of shit at spring break, and it's going to be bigger than it's ever been. His spring break is a good fucking time. We caught it last year in New York or Jersey, I mean, in April. It's fucking awesome. WWE News. We all know that Edge is coming back to WWE finally. It'll be next year. It's supposed to be the beginning of the next year. And not only has he coming back, he actually re-signed a new contract with WWE. It will be amazing to see the rated R superstar back in the ring. I hope they have like Broken Matt Hardy versus Edge. That'll be amazing. Also, WWE superstar Dana Brooks just re-signed with the company for another five years. Sonya Deville did an interview, and they asked her about her move to the main roster and a bunch of other stuff. This is what my future wife had to say. I think that everyone has a time in life, in general, and especially in the WWE. There is a time and place for everyone's climb and rise to the top. And I think you haven't seen Sonya's peak yet. I mean, obviously. And I'm blessed. I'm one of the youngest females in the locker room. I'm 26. So I do have the longevity with the company. And I'm blessed to be here for a long time. So I'm excited what the future will hold. Uh, They asked her if she felt unappreciated. She said, I feel respected. I feel like the fans want to see more of me, you know, and I think that's cool. And I did that, that they want to see more of me. And I think it's cool that they haven't got to see more of me because it's going to make them appreciate it. And they do appreciate it more when that time does come. All right, peeps, I'm sitting here tripping over my words, what have you. It's been a while. All right, I'm going to take a break real quick. We got to pay the bills. When I got when I come back, I got some Impact news, some NWA news, some random wrestling news featuring Ryback, what have you. So definitely don't go too far. All right, let's get back to the show. Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling finally let Killer Cross out of his contract. He's been trying to do it either since the end of last year or definitely earlier this year. And it's about time they let him go, man. Cross has already appeared in AAA Wrestling in Mexico. And he has upcoming dates on MLW's shows. I can't wait to see who he signs with. For some reason, I am thinking NWA. Doesn't matter wherever he goes, though. Cross is a legit huge talent. And wherever he goes, I hope he gets the proper push that he deserves. Speaking of NWA, they had their upcoming next pay-per-view. It takes place in January, and it's called Hard Times. If you want tickets, though, you will have to buy them secondhand because the tickets sold out in just three hours. Congratulations to NWA and their entire crew. They are doing really well, and I can't be happier for them. I couldn't be happier for them, and I cannot wait to see what they do next because NWA power and the pay-per-views kick ass. Some random wrestling stories. Douchebag Vince Russo must be seeking attention again. Why, I don't know, but somebody asked him about his views of AEW and NXT, and here's what Russo had to say. Wrestling is all about the spectacle. You've got to make a big spectacle. If television viewers are clicking through their channels, bro, you got to give them something to make them stop. If they stop for a second and you engage them... Now you have the opportunity to grab them. Bro, if both shows, NXT and AEW, are just doing wrestling match, wrestling match, wrestling match, wrestling match, wrestling match, wrestling match, why am I choosing between one or the other? And bro, guess what? 
If I'm not a wrestling fan, I'm not watching either one of them. But if I'm a television viewer and I'm watching TV and all of a sudden there is a spectacle, I'm stopping on that spectacle. And it's all about gimmicks, you know what I mean? It's getting people to stop and ask the question, what the hell is going on here? And you can tell by the way I started it off, I think that Russo is a big douchebag. I give him respect for what he did for the business. And I have to say, what he said in that statement, I agree with 120%. I reported a few days ago about Primo Colon. He got kicked up, excuse me, he got suspended from WWE for 30 days along with Robert Roode. But Primo said that he never pissed it dirty. We also know that bigger names get the slide on piss tests like Brock Lesnar, John Cena, The Rock. Well, ex-WWE employee gave some insight about WWE's doping policies. It is Ryback. And this is what the big guy had to say. As far as I know, since I'm, I was there, nothing really has changed. It all goes to this company named Aegis. It's a third party. They're working with WWE and their doctor, whose name is Dr. Black. It was always multiple times a year. They just show up. Every once in a blue moon at a live event, like on a Friday, but typically it'd be on a TV day, like a Monday or Tuesday. You get to the building and Mark Carano and his little Corrala referees, they'd always tell you, yeah, you got to go see Mark. You need, you need to. The drug testers are here. They want to get you in there really quickly. And they corral you into their talent relations section. You all sit down in a big group in there. And after just drinking a shitload of water, you have to wait until you piss. Eventually after that, though, I said, fuck that. I just did my own thing. I would go eat first because you go, you come from the gym after that, you want to get some food. I'd get unpacked, I'd get situated, I'd drink a ton of water so that when I went in there, I can get the fuck out of there because I had the piss. You get there, they get your ID, they do the whole check deal, the paperwork. Then you go into a bathroom and you pull your pants down to your ankles and you lift your shirts up and show the guys your tits. You show them your dick and then you piss right in front of them. It's really it's really an annoying process in a grand scheme of things because the people that they get to do it are fucking weirdos to begin it. I mean, in all seriousness, it's an odd job to get into. And again, it's all for WWE to protect themselves. And there's all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. It's not an enjoyable process, but it is what it is. You know what you signed up for when you go there, so you do it. But as far as I know, it's exactly the same way. And I don't know why, but if they asked him about Hunter, he just focused on Triple H. But he said about Hunter piss testing, there's no way. And if he does, it's just, you know, as a publicity stunt. Hunter's whole career has been made on steroids. That's fucking it. I grew up watching a guy. Without them, he doesn't exist in pro wrestling. And I grew up loving him as one of my favorites. And that just is what it is. It is very biased what they do there and all that. But the policy in and of itself, I love it personally. And I wish they had a strict drug testing policies all across the world of wrestling. All right, peeps. Well, that's it right now. I wanted to bring you this news. I actually wasn't going to do it till tomorrow, but I wanted to get to see you guys. It's been too long. Definitely check out the YouTube channel, AEW Insider. I got crazy videos up there. A lot of them are doing really, really well, and I'd appreciate if you guys show us some love. You ain't got to share it, but if you like it or sub, I love it. All right. Remember, all my major podcasting platforms, 
Facebook, YouTube, AEW Insider, and on Twitter, AEW Insider 1. I will be back in a few days, maybe tomorrow, maybe Tuesday. Who knows? Christmas is coming up, but we'll do some show for you guys. As always, I'm rambling on, so I'm going to let you go. AEW Insiders, peeps, have a happy, happy, 